Level Up Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. Welcome back. Welcome to another episode of the Level Up Latina podcast. This is episode 98, and this is our random episode for the month. As you know, this is the one where we talk about anything and everything. But today we're going to spend some time talking about self-care and the importance of self-care in our experience now as coaches for well over a year and our journey helping women with this pillar, which is very important to us. Before we get into it, how are we feeling today? Vero, Ceci, mis amores, cariños. Very, very good. Thank you. Actually, I'm going to be honest because it is a topic of self-care. Ceci, I know you smiled. We both smiled and we we tend to always have a very light heart, you know, and just feeling when we come and record our podcast, but I've had a pretty rough week just um, with the moving, you know, we just moved into our new home and, and saying goodbye to my old little house and, you know, packing up about 12 years of living there. And, and, you know, my whole experience from single, from singleness to becoming a mom there and, you know, being married, all that stuff. So packing up that house and, um, and cleaning it up and leaving it available for the next, you know, family that's ready to get started there but just moving here has been so overwhelming and I just feel so exhausted mentally, physically, and I lethargic kind of feel, you know, like that just in that feeling of, I know I need to get things done and I just can't find myself to get to it because I just have so much to do. And I just feel darn well overwhelmed and it's a sucky feeling to have because um, you're doing so much also. And I mentioned this in our story earlier you're doing so much that you think you're being productive, but then at the end of the day, you're like, oh my God, I didn't accomplish anything because there is so much going on. So that's how I've been feeling. So if I get a little teary-eyed in our in this episode, you know, that's how it's gonna go. But I have to be honest, I don't I don't want to pretend to be something I'm not today. Um, because also for the good of for my good, for my own good, and for the good of the people that we help and that listen to us, you know? So that's where I'm at right now, Chicas. That's exactly right. The truth yeah. is you're not 100% okay. None of us are. That That isn't human. So the fact that we can come to each other is self-care. The fact that we can be honest is health and wellness. Because if we had to hide it and keep it inside and be overwhelmed and not say it out loud, I mean, that's just going to run us ragged and run us to the ground. So Vero, I hope that we can be some of your self-care today, your outlet, take you away from the moving, which is really stressful, three young kids, a new house, an old house, like all the stuff that has to go into moving. We all know that those are some of the most stressful times in your life having to move and it's a blessing. So it's hard to even complain, right? Because you feel so grateful, I'm sure. And it's exactly, exciting, but yeah. it's a lot of freaking work. And sometimes- So we, much work. I know, And right? in the middle you of the pandemic. Yeah. In the middle of the pandemic. So let's not forget that it's pandemic exhaustion. Exhaust, exhaust, I can't say the word. Exhaustion. I'll say it for you. Thank you. Pandemic. You're back. Pandemic. Exhaustion. It's real. And I can't say the word right now. Like my English as a second language is like kicking in and it's like not working for me right now. But anyway, <laughs> it's, it's real. And so it's not, let's not forget that. It's like we're a year into this and it's like so much going on. And you are being a mom running your you're the CEO of your your household and also a founding partner and also like you know dealing with the, and with clients and and coaching them and, and you know overseeing a business too so it's like let's you are being productive like I'm saying that that because uno a veces piensa como que I'm not doing enough but it's like you're doing so much and that's why you're feeling like this you really are Vero I mean you've been growing our business I've seen it I've seen you just 
jumping right in, hands, feet, everything in there. And the kids simultaneously and your husband in the household and it's the dream, right? It's all the stuff that we all, if we want it, work to have, but that doesn't mean it's going to be easy. So you're going through the thick of it right now with the, whoo, I love my oh, business. Yeah. I love my husband. I love my kids. But sometimes I just want to scream. Like, <laughs> this is yeah. like somebody else to be doing the movie for me. Yeah. I just want to water our plants. Leave me alone. <laughs> and Novel just wants to be in her tie-dye, level up Latina shirt gardening. We oh all know the God, truth. I love that shirt. I know. can't be outside gardening. <laughs> and her daughter has her rain boots on, stopping in the mud. Then nothing's right with the world. Right now they have to have order. <laughs> You'll get to gardening soon enough and we'll have a housewarming party. It'll be great. Is that what you do for self-care? Is self-care gardening for you? You know, that's just what started. I realized um, it helps me just get distracted of whatever's happening in life. Because, I'm, you know, I used to be the hiker. I used to be the person to get out and about with the pandemic also. And I would get out and about with my kids. See, people, people would always say, like, how do you get out and about with little ones? I'm like, you just do it. And right now that we've had to shut down and not take them to their swim classes or not take them to the music class, it, I found that. I always wonder why my mom would spend so much time outside gardening and, and doing these little things. And then I started just doing what she would do when she would come visit. I'm like, let me join my mom outside. Let me just spend a little time with her out there. And I realized that it would really relax me and the kids like being out there. So it became one of my little self-care things during this, this past year because it's here, it's at home. I don't have to go too far. I can still keep an eye on my kids, but I can still give myself that little break of being outdoors and in the fresh air and giving life to these little plants that are giving me life. So that's how I've seen it so far. So yeah, Irene, I think so. I think that's beautiful. We were just talking about in an unrelated podcast, how important nature is and being outside and appreciating nature. Ceci, what do you do for self-care? What's your go-to? You know me, I like to go running. I like at least once a week before it was like two to three times a week. But now with a really, really busy schedule, like at least once. And I did, I want to say, was it yesterday or two days ago that I got up early 6.30 and I was like, I needed, I needed something from, from the store. And I was like, Safeway ya está abierta. I'm, you know, I need it. And guess what? I'm going to get my, my, my run in. And it, it's maybe like, I don't know, a mile, maybe just under two miles uh, total. So that was good. Like, me siento bien when I do it. I also really enjoy like, you know, mis cremas, um, you know, because we're, we're in that age. So necesitamos like, las cremas are so important. And I haven't tried Botox and I'm kind of scared. Maybe eventually I will, but ahorita todavía no. So I'm just trying to do anything and everything possible to diminish las arruguitas around the eyes and el cuello, you know, that sort of thing. That's my sort of self-care. And, and even just uh, watching things on Netflix, I was, uh, I was asking you ladies, I think yesterday today, like, Hey, what's, what's good on Netflix? What are you guys watching on Netflix? Like, so I've been watching um, la serie de Quien Mató a Sara, Who Killed Sara. I just finished it actually. Se me hizo buena. And then uh, the other thing that I started watching was like La Serie de Luis Miguel. New episodes. Oh, yeah. Uh, new that. episodes started coming out. So I started watching like the first episode of the second season. So that's my way of self-care. Mine goes in total ways. <laughs> I can agree with the Netflix thing. Like lately it's been like, oh, I'm going to veg out. And we got HBO Max and I started watching stuff on HBO Max. But I was cooking a lot at the beginning of the pandemic. So kind of like Vero rediscovered like being outside and it's here and it's available. I felt that way about cooking. We suddenly weren't eating out much and the grocery store was the only place you could go to. And so I really got into cooking and we did as a family and eating at home and recipes. So that's been fun, but sometimes that can feel like a chore. So not necessarily fun. I like riding my bike. 
I like dates with my kids. That seems weird, I think, because it's like, oh, time with your kids away and how's that self-care? But I really like reconnecting with them one-on-one. -on -one. And they're actually so lovely. They're lovely humans no matter what, but one-on-one -on -one, they are absolutely wonderful and kind. And you get to talk to them and feel their energy. And I'm an energy person. What did Vettel call it? An energy vampire? You feed off of energy, Vettel? Yes, exactly that. I was like, oh my <laughs> God, I've never felt so seen in my life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no. Seriously, <laughs> so for some of us, like being in social atmospheres is our self-care. So when that was taken away during the pandemic, that was really sad to mm -hmm. not have community, to not see the people you work with, to not have the routine of whatever it is, your gym, your church, wherever you were going. So I did feel that earlier in the beginning and I liked being home, but then I also thought like, oh my God, where are all those adults that I love to see? I didn't realize how much I love to see them. So ladies listening, the tip of the day is take assessment, take stock of your life. If you're in a funk, if you're feeling some sort of way and it isn't necessarily your primary relationship or your family or your work, but you're still in a funk, it could just be that you're not doing something solely and selfishly for you that feeds your energy for some of us that was you know Vettel spending time outside with her mom in the garden for Ceci that's running which we all know she's always been a runner she met her husband running and she's always been athletic that's going to feed her soul no matter what for me that is time with other people so finding that outlet to have other people in my life even if it is like something cheesy on zoom but it'll bring me energy and, and make me feel not in a funk so that's my tip find your thing do an assessment of yourself because you might be in a funk because you're just not doing that thing that feeds you your energy in the way that you like it or gives you time and calm and peace away from a crazy chaotic world. I was going to say, and speaking of assessment, you know, when we do these assessments with our future clients, like one of the things that comes up a lot is I don't have enough time to exercise or I don't have enough time to do the things that I enjoy to do. And like, that's definitely one of the things that we like to target when we're coaching you because we're feeling it too, right? We, we know we, we need self-care. We know it's important to thrive in our households, in our careers, like, um, I know it, you know it. Um, in fact, with this new role that I have, I went in just knowing that, knowing that I was going to need breaks. I, I needed to take breaks. I needed to continue having somewhat of a healthy lifestyle in exercise and food because I needed it. I was going to be working full time. Um, and, and, and now most of my work is remote and like Zoom most of the day or it, staring at the computer and my eyes hurt and I just get so tired and I was having a headache and I was like, why is this? Oh, it's because of this. So I, around three, I tried to, you know, go for a quick, like brisk walk around the, uh, alrededor de la manzana. Cause that just like takes my eyes away from the screen and I go outside, um, even though with the mask, but still like kind of, you know, out in the, in the cold air and it just feels good. And I come back and I'm like, okay, Con pilas, you know, y eso ayuda. Eso ayuda bastante. Also in regards to when we're talking to our clients, I came across a new term, the COVID blues. Have you guys heard that before? I had not. I had not really put any a thought into it or, or there being something specific. I just felt like we are being restricted. We can't do certain things. Oh, my God. But I really like that term. And in the sense that I liked it because I could relate to it. Like, that's what it is. Because I'm not fully on depressed. I'm not anxious. I'm not this. I'm just feeling a little blue. I am feeling like what, what needs to be different? And yes, it's COVID related, the pandemic related. So I really like that term when I was talking to that client. And, and in this case, she was going like, like what says he said, a funk, uh, just like stuck feeling stuck. 
And oftentimes when we feel stuck, it's really hard to reach out for help because we think it's just us, right? We just think it's it's me, it's me and my routine, it's me. And we can't pinpoint exactly what it is that makes us feel stuck or in a funk or feeling that COVID blues. When we can't figure it out, that's when we do need to reach out. And whether it is to coaching, like some of you women have reached out to us, it maybe we're not the only answer, but we are going to mention that we are very pro-therapy. We do encourage you to ask, to look for, you know, outside help when it comes from a therapist, because that's an also another unbiased, non-judgmental person that can help you kind of just navigate these emotions that we are kind of having a hard time dealing with, because we can help you come up with a strategy, a plan to to get you over that hump. But sometimes it comes deeper. It comes in from a deeper place that's going to prevent you from making those next level decisions, you know, life-changing decisions, because we feel like maybe I don't deserve to do this, or maybe I just haven't earned that next position or this next role in my life. So when it comes down to it, yes, we're here to guide you in this journey of making these life-changing decisions, but it's also, we're going to encourage you to look deeper, dive in, delve into the deep, because that's the only way we can make leaps and make changes. So I feel that that, that it, it all, all that came from just simply hearing my, my, my client saying, I, I have a little COVID blues and I just didn't yeah. understand it. And, and all of that kind of just fell into place for me. Yeah, it's totally true. In fact, um, I was thinking about your point, Vettel. Lately, all of our guests, I feel like that's been the thread. Other than love, the thread has been a lot of pro-therapy conversation and no matter what they do for a business. And I know we have a lot of similar women that we interview that gravitate towards us, but everyone's still talking about the value of therapy or having to go to therapy or enjoying therapy or the stigma of therapy with how they were brought up. And I love that. I just love that the idea that there's not any one way there are many ways to feel a more fulfilled life and therapy often gets to that route and the root of issues and things to evolve you just like coaching would, just like a personal trainer would, just like joining a Bible study would. So whatever the blues is, finding the thing that can bring that out of you so that you can fulfill yourself in a way or just being in that space. I think it's Anna, one of our guests. It's like sometimes you just also got to go go with the flow. She kept saying that, I think, if I'm not mistaken, like go with the flow, like go with the flow of life. And I was like, wow, that's a very interesting take on it too. Like sometimes it's okay to be sad. You're sad. You're going through it. Yeah. You have your community and you want to cry it out. Veto is always the one that makes me feel good about that. Like it's sometimes I just want a good cry. Sometimes we want a good cry too. So I want to encourage therapy at the same time that I want to say that sadness is okay and Sad music is okay. My husband's always like, oh, there goes my wife with her depressing music. I like <laughs> melancholy music. Like yeah. I'm, I'm like cold, I'm like Coldplay, even sadder. Like I need like really the saddest. Sometimes I just love it. I'm on my bike rides and I'm listening to like the saddest classical music I can find. It's like, I like it. It actually relaxes my high energy, high sprung, ridiculous self sometimes. So whatever you need to go through, whatever your process is, therapy, easygoingness, sadness, wildness. We had another guest that was just on that was like, I'm a mayor and I'm a certain kind of mayor. I'm the loud mayor. I'm like screaming on the mm -hmm. bullhorn. It's like, be you because that's a form of self-care. If you are in a space right now where you feel like you can't be you and you feel stifled, that's keeping you from showing up as your full self. So therapy is a great way to explore that. Coaching is a great way to explore that. And just your friendships, this podcast, listening to us, your full madres on the line.
You know what's so trippy right now that you said that, that you were talking about therapy, therapy. One of my clients, um, she recently signed on and she's like, I knew that this was for me because I wasn't a therapy chick. (laughs) You know, like it was just like, she's like, that's just not for me. And it's not that I don't have issues. It's not that this, she's like, it's just, I know, I know that I'm just going to go in there and, and avoid really digging deep. And I'd rather it be an open conversation with someone that can just maybe point things out to me and just be real because that's what we're here for. We're not here to give you the same answers that your tias or your sister or your boyfriend give you or your therapist, therapist, (laughs) you know, because obviously we're not therapists, but you know, we, we have our life experiences and the beauty is, and we can't find an answer. We're going to turn to, you know, to Irene, or I'm going to turn to Ceci, like, Hey, a, a collaborative, um, solution. So I think the beauty of it is too, like sometimes we're afraid to go to therapy or maybe it's just not for us. That is okay too. Um, but we will be real. We will be honest with you. And, and sometimes, you know, we're not ready for that. We have to be comfortable telling our clients that's selfish. Oh, that's not me. But it sounds like an excuse, you know, like, yeah. oh, that's not me. It's like an excuse to when they tell Ceci, like, ah, oh, how do you find the energy to exercise? She's like, well, I fight past the excuse when I don't fucking feel like exercise. Yeah. And I do it anyway. So self-sabotage will also call out and find as a form yeah, of holding you will. accountable. Mm-hmm. Totally will. But all of this, I really liked how we, you know, I mean, you asked each one of us, like, what do we do for self care? And I think at the beginning of the pandemic, I was like, I don't do shit. I don't do anything for me because I remember there, there wasn't anything I could do. I had a newborn at the beginning of the pandemic. And even, you know, throughout that one year process, he's now one, but it's been rough. You know, it was, it was rough dealing with a newborn. And then I have a three year old and a two year old, and they have each, each, even though they're so close in age, have different needs and different wants. And that happens continuously as they're growing up because I've seen it with you, Irene. I've seen it with you, Ceci, your girls. So it's whatever it is that works for you. And it could be something as small as coming, walking out the front door, you know, to walk in your yard or water your grass or water your pots. If it could be something that small or walk around the block, go or for a run. Like- Vettel the once was like, I like my little errands. I like when I get in the car and I go to Target and I go to the post office. She's like, that's me yes. time. I'm like, you know, yes. like, more power to you. Yes. Like when you can yeah. run errands without the kids, it's actually yes. kind of like, this is exciting. Mm. The other day, yeah, that happened to like, me. Mm. Like no one was around because all my kids are in school. My husband was not around because we're always together and the dog's around and someone's around. And I was like, oh my God. Like absolutely alone for like the next three hours. I fucking forgot about a meeting. But anyway, I'm like, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? I was so excited. I'm driving home. I'm like, do I need gas? Like, I'm such a fucking dork. Oh no, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go buy snacks at the grocery outlet because I'm on this side of town and they have the best snacks. But we're not Mensa. I was so excited. 8 45 no, in the morning being like oh this is on sale and this is on sale i came home with a shit ton of snacks i had them at the table i was so excited for all my kids to validate my snack trip and they did <laughs> they Love got home they, they were they were like little kids in the marshmallow challenge where they were like looking at the snacks and like but we don't want to eat them we want to take them to school oh, tomorrow yeah. we only got four oh. of these fruit rolls we're, gonna, we're not going to eat them because we're going to take them to school tomorrow so they felt like I felt, I felt seen, but that was my form of self-care, like sola mm. at the supermarket, getting a deal. That's it's simple as that. Yeah. It's better Ooh, than saying, I might I don't do, do that. I might do that tomorrow morning, go to a grocery outlet early. 
by myself. <laughs> it's a by great myself. store. You you can't have your heart set on anything because they may not have something. So don't yeah, be like, yeah. oh, I want no, this no, kind no, of like great. mayonnaise. Like, no, honey, no, you want the no, veganaise because that's all they have. <laughs> no, <laughs> veganaise, <laughs> but it's good. And, and your ass don't super eat Super cheap. Mm-hmm. They had like Marie Calendar pot pies that my family loves, and they were like two bucks. And this place is the best. The and point they have is, face stuff. I, they, they have do. face stuff. Yeah, they do. They have yeah. hair stuff, face stuff. Mm-hmm. The, the deals on the hair stuff, face stuff. They have like. Cool, like even house goods. Like I got these really cute, like uh, cutting boards there. It's dumb, but it's something that, like you said, Vero, if there's nothing, sometimes it feels a little like overwhelming. But if it's mm-hmm. something and it's simple, like running to the post office, running to wherever to run your errands, to be alone, to sit in the car and have a burger. The other day, Ceci was alone having a burger somewhere. I don't know if it was in the car. I don't think so. It was in the car. I think no, maybe. I, I picked it up. I picked it up in the car and then I told you guys about it, I think. And then I drove home and I ate it. <laughs> I would have eaten it by myself because my kids would have wanted some of that. So I'm like, no, no, I was, I was no, by myself. Good. I was by myself. Louise was like away with the girls and I was by myself. So Good Oh, that's when we just you had our last your... session, remember? You were like, oh, I wish you girls were here in San Francisco because oh, and you, you got your nails done out. or a massage? Yeah, I got my nails done. Yeah, one of those. That was easy. My my way of, I find it, I found find a way to like do self-care. So at least and once a month. Yeah, and that's what Irene, I think it's you wanted to highlight that let it be, you know, whatever it is. Chiquito, sea grande, just do something, whatever it is that, that you can do. And like I said, if, you, if it means walking out to your front lawn and taking a deep breath, do it. I think I'm starting to get motivated to do a walk around the block. We just moved to a new little neighborhood and there's a lot of people. It's an active little neighborhood. You know, there's kids, you know, there's a lady that uh, walks her two little twins, her set of twins. There's a lot of dog walking, some runners. And I was like, okay, this is the kind of neighborhood we're in now. So I'm going to try to, you know, aspire to take my kids around the block <laughs> sometime this week, before, you know, once the overwhelmment of all these boxes gets over, gets over me or I get over it. Sorry. I love it. I love your new little neighborhood. It sounds like a cute little place to raise kids, which is perfect for you guys. I'm going to switch gears and talk about self-care in your marriage. How do you uh, protect your marriage? How do you allow your marriage to flourish? What do you do to give your marriage the care and time that it needs? And the answer could be nothing. I'm going to challenge us to think about what we do. I can go first while you girls think about it, but this is my standard answer while I'm thinking of other answers because I myself, as the moderator, didn't know what I was going to ask. So... For me, we've always gone on one-on-one dates. We do it a lot. So that's really good. But the and, I think it's called. But there's a space in between the words. So sorry if I'm messing it all up. But you always see these commercials like on Instagram. and They ask each other questions or something. Yeah, like that. they sit across from each other and they ask each other. You guys have seen those. Yeah, you're all yeah. reacting. Mm-hmm. Like, and they have now a mom-child edition. But it's anyway, they have one for long-standing couples. And it's a really fun card deck. And it's a lot of questions. And some are really deep about the past or about the future or about vision or about character or whatever. But that's been good for like self-care. You're going to go on walks and he loves bringing the cars, bring the cars, bring the cars. We'll ask each other a question. We'll ask a new question. And the other day, funny enough, he brought it out with another couple. And I'm like, that's a little awkward, babe. Like some of these get like, no, no. And then he's like, no, no, we don't have to. We can, we, don't, we can like pass on questions. I'm like, but then that's going to be all weird. He's like, no, I think it totally works. Everybody take five, pick the one you want to ask. I'm like, this is a little awkward. It's not like group couple thing. It's one-on-one. Like, w- I mean, and one of the questions was like, you know, how would your life be different if I wasn't in it like if you're talking to somebody pretty scarred <laughs> you'd be like i don't know i'd be 50 pounds thinner i don't know people could have a terrible answer you don't know what they're oh my goodness say. yeah um but they're really great questions and they help with self-care so if you're trying to mix it up i mean that's awesome it reminded me a little bit about what our sex therapist said speaking of self-care and relationships about that 
yes, no, maybe list that couples should fill out together in the bedroom. I thought that was really creative to spice up the bedroom and like giving care and attention to your relationship. So yeah, asking questions, using a tool to ask those questions seems like it would be really helpful to the relationship. Um, I'm going to go on mine because I'm the newest in a relationship, even though I have three kids with my husband of about well, a year. Well, you have more kids than me, <laughs> you have. I'm still the newest at this. So I feel right now it's um, really trying to understand ourselves because, you know, moving into this new house has really just um, allowed now my husband to feel like, okay, this is our home. He felt that very much our old home was my, my home, you know, my parents planted a lot of trees and they, they did a lot in the gardening aspect of it because I before didn't have a lot of this time. And now with kids, I didn't have a lot of the time either. So anyway, it's allowing us to have like this more, this is our home, but you know, this is at the end of the day, I am the man of this house and you know, it's very important to him. So I'm like, I'm totally on board with that. It's cool. I support it. Um, but I feel that this move has brought up a lot of little issues that I have too. like, I'm very I me fijo en ciertas cosas. Like I'm more particular in different ways. And even though he's my planner, he's my engineer, he's my logistical person. Um, I also be like, oh, I, I, you know, I was a professional planner before as well. You know, event coordinating and making sure that things run smoothly are very different. Um, I, I also kind of play into the whole operations of things, right? So in this process of moving, um, he makes this decision to just put all of our boxes that we had in our garage for months years possibly who could po have some rat nests in them i don't know they've been in you know and they're dirty for sure he decides to put all of those boxes in our den now our house now has you know the main living room and the den and i'm like and you know me i'm not very much like oh how dare you do that you need to take those boxes now and i was like um are you sure you want to so i ask are you sure you want to leave all those dirty boxes uh, with rats that could possibly have rat nests in them and are dirty in our den where we're going to be spending some of our, most of our time right now with the kids. This is where our couches are and stuff. And he's like, yeah, cause you need to go through them. We need to get rid of some of this stuff. And I was just like, Ooh. okay. I'm like, and it's funny because one of his, one of um, our family members, his cousin's husband was here helping us. And he goes, wow, you're a lot nicer than your cousin, his cousin, meaning like, if that was her, he she would have told him, like, you take these boxes the hell out of here because I ain't going to, that's not going to cut it. But I know for me, I'm like, um, this is not the time to jump into conflict or have an, or a discussion about it. He, I understand we want to empty out our old house, so no problem. So once we got around to it, these boxes have been irking. So Ugh. finally today, I'm like, um, I was looking for my daughter's clothes, a box of clothes that he prepacked because we we're supposed to move since January, if you girls remember. So it's been taking forever. And I'm like, I packed a lot of her clothes. I've been rewashing her clothes a lot. All of the kids, all of them. But I've been washing, rewashing her clothes because I'm like, this is all she has to wear until I find that box with everything that fits her. So I finally find it and I go, hey, I've been looking for that box forever. I'm like, but this whole mountain of boxes is just really getting to me. Can you please take them out? Well, he decides to move all the boxes out and including the box I told them that I needed. So Here's one thing I want to say. I know I talk about communication and I talked about communication being key with our partners. And I went looking for this box. I needed to buy chonies for her because I was not going to start a new laundry. And I'm like, go look for this box. I go, did you move all the boxes to the shed? And he's like, yeah, because I looked for the box specifically. I told him I needed it. It wasn't there. There was some of his boxes. There. I'm like, okay, whatever. Let me go find this, this box. 
And it's in the tight, like a corner, a corner of this shed. And we have to move all these heavy boxes to get to. And I got so mad. And I leave him a, a WhatsApp message. I'm like, I can't believe you did this. I'm so mad. I, I just want to let you know that I'm upset. I want to let you know that I'm upset. By the time you get back, I might not be as upset, but I just want to let you know that I'm really pissed off right now. At least you got it out. I, mean, I, I did. Because I'm like, <laughs> at least you got it out. So I was like, okay, the thing is, when he was moving stuff, shelf. he said he like got brushed by a rat, right? At the garage. Shut I'm like, up. okay, oh, so if you have, gosh. if you're having like these rat moments, right? Not like hood rat moments, but like rat moments rat that moments. are brushing against against your arm maybe you don't want to bring these boxes into our house you don't house. want the rats to move into your new pad you don't want no, that no we don't want them here so um <laughs> that's why it was all crossing, crossing my mind <laughs> when all that shit was happening okay esta nueva casa. <laughs> Mira, mami, no casa nueva. I'm for real i wish our listeners so could see sassy mimicking the running i wish so running looking around so with their wide eyes like oh we can get out of this box yes. with Gali's clothes that we've already chewed through awesome. yeah so anyway, long story longer. No. <laughs> long story short, it's like his message says, if you would have, you know, you didn't tell me. He's like, I listened to what you asked me to do. You asked me to take all the boxes out to the to outside because they were they were really just overwhelming you and they were not letting you think straight. So I took them out. You didn't mention take them all out, but leave this one. Um, he's like, so I don't know what you need from me. He's like, this whole week I felt like, what do I need to do to not have Vero criticize me or critique every move I'm making? So now it made me reflect like, what is going on with me, with my husband? So moral of the story is for me, what's helping our relationship because yes, we've known each other for a long time, but as partners in, you know, establishing yourself as a family, husband and wife, and just partners in crime, it's one of those things where, we don't know, right, how to communicate with one another. It's not perfect, our communication. And it's not always going to be perfect, but we need to start it somewhere. And for me, it really helped that he told me that. And it upset me, too. I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? I have been so nice throughout this whole process. I didn't even yell at him for leaving these damn boxes up in here. Now I was just like, okay, all right. So I need to, I'm like, obviously, my feeling overwhelmed, me, you know, letting go of my old little house where I have so many memories, like all of that is really, you know, affecting the way I'm communicating with him and what I'm telling him. So it was good in both ways. Like I need to be more clear when I ask him to do something. And I also have to pay more attention to how I am, you know, how is he receiving my messages, my messaging when I, when I explain something. So communication is key. In this case, it's going to help us just get better at it, even though we're going to be pissed at first. And I might think it's no big deal and he or he might think it's no big deal and I do. But anyway, a lot of that. It's the truth. The communication is always like no matter what. The, no couple has it figured out. I've been with my husband almost 20 years and like no couple has it figured out. The communication is going to go in waves. Veto, what I got from your story is like you also have to assess self. Like what am I doing? Am I doing something different? I thought I was showing up differently. And so that is part of the communication. Like, oh, I didn't realize I was coming across as critical. Right. Maybe mm -hmm. you thought you were helping the situation, but I love that you said, but also I just had to let go of this casita that I love. And there's some mourning in that in a weird way. You're happy. It's exciting, but it's sad too to leave the little house. And maybe mm -hmm. those feelings come across and the communication is messed up through something that has nothing to do with him. So your relationship will get that self-care when you're figuring out how to communicate. Like I think sending the message 
in a voice message when you're away from him is brilliant. And sometimes don't take it personal. But sometimes I like getting it out beforehand because then when I'm in front of you, okay, you know how I felt. I'm over the initial shock. I'm not trying to piss you off. Can we talk about this thing? Strategy mm-hmm. to figure out how to communicate. Diego will send me emails. He'll send me like long emails. Like if there's a fight that we dropped and he knows like that was important to her, but we dropped it because I wanted to drop it. I love that. Like I've got this email. It's very thoughtful and he, he remembers like the shit we were annoyed about. And it's like days later. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, but that actually like, okay, yeah, like I feel seen and heard now because that works for him. But mm-hmm. years ago, a therapist told us, girl, just because you want to deal with everything right then and there, some people, and actually it's better, breathe, walk away, think about how you're going to respond, like think about your tone. My husband's better at like breathe, walk away, and let me just write it down. So I started doing the texting thing too. Like even if so you didn't know how that like, then, but we, it also helps us. So communication is key, asking tough questions. Ceci, te toca. Te toca, toca. Yeah, I see what you're saying with like Diego, que también, like, también como con Luis, sometimes like, you know, he's not, yo también quiero like allí en el momento arreglarnos and it just doesn't work that way with him. He's like, no, I need my space. I need to like, I don't know, go for a walk. He'll go for a walk and then like, ya al rato y no enfrente de las niñas because I just, yo, a mí se me olvida and I start like, oh, es que tú dijiste eso. And then he's like, chula, like, Frente a las niñas, no, like, let, let's wait hasta que ya están acostadas and we'll discuss this. So that, going back to a little bit of what of what you were saying, Vero, like something, sometimes you have to like let go. I'm very, really OCD with like where I put stuff, the way I put away stuff, um, you know, the, the dishes, like they have to be in a certain way. And then, um, and then I guess I, sometimes I, like, I go into the kitchen and I'm like putting stuff in a certain way. And like, he notices, he's like, he's like chula do you need help or what why are you oh the other day i was like putting stuff away like the groceries and my arm hurt i had gotten the second shot he just like walked away said you know i got downstairs and i was like what's wrong i was like what did i say and he's like no he's like you were putting stuff away con un carácter and yo por mejor me, me bajé yo. And I was like, because my arm hurt. He's like, yeah. And why didn't you ask me? Like, ayúdame a guardar estas cosas. And I was like, I don't know. Por, por. You're like, isn't it obvious? Like, I need help. Isn't it obvious my arm's broken? <laughs> <laughs> I'm lying on the, gr- on the floor here. I'm dying. And you're like, don't even ask to help me. I got my Fauci ouchie. Me <laughs> oh, my Fauci ouchie. Like, I don't understand why our husbands haven't figured out what our size mean, what our eye rolls mean. Like, mm-hmm. if you hear me huffing and puffing, you know what yeah. kind of huff and puff that is. Oh, no, cierto. But anyway, yeah. se, se fue de ti. He se left. Fue, like, se fue. And, and, and you wanted him to be like more yeah, of a, let me help you. Like, you know, que se dieron cuenta. Pero yo también, because yo me haciéndome la mancha, like, yo estoy bien, yo lo estoy haciendo todo. And then, and then it, like, it bit me in the butt. Is that a thing? Bit me in the butt. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it came back to bite you. Right yeah, because yeah. I was like, yo haciéndome la macha. And then uh, and at night, or was it the same day? I don't even remember if it was the same day, but it was related to the vaccine because I started feeling like symptoms. Like felt, I started feeling, and I had like made fun of him kind of when he had the second one of his symptoms. And I started feeling like similarly what he was feeling. I was like, me estaba dando frío, like, me estaba, like my body felt achy and I was like oh man what the hell and I was like damn it I was like it's a stupid vaccine um pero él sin que yo le dijera he he saw or I guess mandé a una de las niñas I'm like dile a papi que no me siento bien and then ya le fue a decir oh because I worked a full day that's the thing it was a Friday I worked a whole day después de eso ya no podía eran las cinco y me acosté I was like 
ay Dios, no puedo. And so I didn't have anything ready for dinner. Y él se puso las pilas, se puso... So in that regard, I didn't have to tell him, like, que se dio cuenta, like, okay, mami, no anda bien. But going back to my OCD, cuando sí me ayuda a guardar las cosas, now I'm just like, okay, me está ayudando. Like, I don't have to do this. Like, I don't have to be, like, so, like, bitchy about, like... Anal. Anal, anal, Como diría Ara, anal, Ara. Wait a minute. Speaking of anal ara, sorry, gonna go off yeah. on a major tangent. I always thought that meant she liked anal. She meant anal no. like she's no, anal about things. She's anal about things, yes. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That's why she was like, people are gonna was, hear this and they're gonna yeah. think. Yeah. I always like, let thought them think that that's what it meant. No. And I was like, man, she don't even care. She just puts it out there. Oh my, oh my God. God. Anyway, you learn, you learn something another day. every new every day. You learn something new every day. But anyway, sorry, you know, Ara, I thought you meant like anal no. sex, Ara. I was lost. No. Um, I'm really glad that um, we've all found a way to survive with our husbands somehow, some way. This pandemic, for sure. On the plus side, I think this is a good way to self-care. And I haven't done it yet, but you know, break, break time with, with the hubby when you're both working from home. Yeah. That time together, okay, you know, nobody's around and there's more time with the kids in school. If you have school age kids, that absolutely helps. We all have found ways with our husbands to figure it out, but also with ourselves. So it's really important. Again, remember the tip of the day, take assessment. If you're having a hard time taking that assessment, look us up. We're Happy to take an assessment with you on different aspects of your life. But specifically today, we covered just taking care of you, embracing, coaching, self-care, anything. We talked about it earlier. That could be being more active. That could be joining a Bible study. That could be a friend's group, a community, something like the Guilt-Free Squad, maybe, where you just want to be with like-minded women and attend workshops and seminars with those women that are moving their life forward. So if you want to keep this conversation going or any conversation going, if you can believe it, we're almost at episode 100 of this podcast. And we're going to be talking about our 100th episode in a couple of short weeks. So if you have something you want to hear in that episode, always remember to DM us, email us. Our email is admin at leveluplatina.com. We'd love your comments. We love your reviews. They're always super helpful and kind. Tell us what we can do more of. Tell us what we can do better. We're open to advice and critique all the time because that would make for a better show. So again, thank you for being here. Please find us on Instagram and Facebook at Platina is our handle, or you can find us on Twitter at Latina underscore up. Super duper duper excited to have spent this time with you. Love you all, Vero, Ceci, love you girls. Thank you for talking about self-care with me and the importance of it and everything we've learned from our clients. Ceci says bye. Cero no, Vero says Ceci bye. Ceci says bye. Vero says bye. Cero. Cero. I said Cero because it's Ceci and Vero. <laughs> it's like your nickname. Cecilia Onica says bye. <laughs> <laughs> Cecilia Veronica. Look, in the chat, Vero's got it in the chat box. She said... Vesireno. Vesirene would be cute. That's a whole lot of crazy nonsense. That's the random show for you. Love you. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Don't forget to level up. Good luck on the Rata Zero. <laughs> <laughs>